So the average person seeks uh, development, they seek to become more than they are right now. We experience ourselves on our own, uh, somewhat restricted. Uh, not many people can usefully spend time on their own unless their minds are trained. Jitta's natural inclination is to move, to expand, to move further. It's an expanding medium. It seeks to pervade, seeks to touch, it seeks to move out of restriction. This can be through uh, creative creativities, creative actions, service, good work, generosity, profitable relationships with other people, and so on. Something that seeks to be more than just myself. Uh, and uh, deprived of that possibility, people become depressed. Where you punish someone is put them in a cell, deny them the possibility of anything creative, original, um, intuitive, it's all regimented. Deny them the possibility of human contact. Deny them the possibility of receiving loving kindness. And this is punishment. And it is punishing. And often for people who uh, their capacity to extend loving kindness is not necessarily developed. So if you lock a, an enlightened being in a jail, they probably wouldn't mind too much. <laughs> they can still radiate metta in all directions. And Bayadin Jhana probably put up with the noise. <laughs> and so on. Mm. Mm. Because the awakened or the fully developed jitta uh, extends beyond boundaries, boundaryless. <laughs> That's the potential boundaryless jitta, the appamano, no boundaries, no, no uh, it sort of reaches out, extends. This is a uh, not so much an act of the will, but an act of removing the uh, things that obstruct that process, such as ill will, self-obsession, selfishness, depression, anxiety. Many things that people feel themselves locked up by, locked in by. Uh, and this can occur in cities of millions of people. Plenty of people around, plenty of bodies around, still feel isolated and alone. Not because there aren't any bodies around, not because there aren't people around, because the locks are on my own mind. Feel inadequate, unworthy, useless, unlovable. Don't think of anything to share. Life is meaningless. I haven't got anything I can bring forth. No one will listen anyway. Uh, and naturally, depression, this is people can harm themselves, 
and even kill themselves. Even in the midst of people who would, you know, have helplines you can phone up. Some your voice will listen to you. you know, this need for some sense of something that takes us beyond the narrowness of the personal self-definition. One of the resources for that, of course, is Kalyanamitta, the admirable friends, noble company, listens to you when you're down, bears with your difficult moods and feelings. Even if you're a bit spiky and harsh to them, they bear with it. They endure for your sake. They give, they give their hearts, they give their time, they give their attention for your sake. They don't give up on you when you collapse. They don't, uh, they don't betray you. They share their minds with you. They share their confidences with you. The sense of the mingling that seems so uh, such an essential aspect of our nature, of Jitta's nature. When we come out of boundaries, the... Uh, Undeveloped person thinks they'll come out of boundaries by taking more stuff inside them. A kind of narcissist, megalomaniac, finds them just greedy, take more in, that will make them more measureless. It doesn't. The way to, to measurelessness is to drop the boundaries and uh, to mingle. You know, this is Jitta's nature. It isn't within boundaries. That's part of its vulnerability and sorrow, and part of its joy. So when we uh, are reminded, as uh, these instructions and these teachings, you may pick up certain themes. The boundaryless nature of jitta is partly a problem because we get so vulnerable and wounded by contact and infected and jangled and confused. We get invaded. So it's partly a problem. So we tend to establish boundaries that keep things out. I don't want. Then after a while, that, that boundary feels kind of claustrophobic, you know. So you end up going out on some adventure hike or climb a mountain or do something to get out of your box. But of course the the other aspect is the boundaryless state is also very beautiful when when it's possible. There's people you trust, people who aren't going to hurt you, let you down, people you can rely on. Just letting it, just flowing together, listening, sharing, very beautiful. Joyful. Yeah. And, but so this is what the sort of un- unawakened or the undeveloped jitter, this is, this is what it will tend to do you know, uh, in, that, in that domain. But this can be more fruitfully uh, and safely um, enhanced to, to, to tremendous uh, potential through cultivation. Yeah. These cultivations I've touched on. One yesterday we were talking about jhana. The pervasive nature of the, of the jitta is then uh, moves out 
through the, the um, boundaries of the self, uh, even the physical boundaries we experience, the body starts to almost melt into a, 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 a warm, energetic medium, which seems exceptionally luminous, bright, doesn't feel hemmed in by nagging thoughts, doubts, ill will. It's not nagging with craving. It's not dull. It's sort of it's opened, splendid. And we experience the radiant nature of jitta, suffusive nature of jitta. It says it permeates the tissues of the body, just like someone mixing up soap powder with water in a sponge, so that the becomes frothy, you know, it's rather like that. Now the other example of this is in this, what I'd like to bring to mind today, this cultivation of the, what are sometimes called the Brahma Vihara. Mm. Brahman's crept in again, the Upanishadic deity or Upanishadic being keeps cropping up. <laughs> Brahma. This is the says if you cultivate this, you'll find you'll find union with Brahma. <laughs> you'll ascend to the Brahma Loka, which is this very boundless, radiant, expanded. It says you can't get more expanded than that. You know that's that's really really vast, radiant, gentle quality. And it's also called the Appamano, that which moves beyond the measuring mind, beyond the Mano mind. It's not a rational process. And so these are what are called metta, loving kindness, translated as loving kindness or non-aversion, removal of the aversive tendencies. Um, compassion, karuna, the removal of the defending and the sorrowing, where we, we huddle against pain. Removal of that boundary. Uh, mudita, it's the appreciation, the celebration, the joyful gladness, which moves beyond the boundary of uh, jealousy and uh, negativity. And it's easy to find the negative aspects of life, things we didn't get. Uh, the mind easily sticks on those thorns of things I didn't get and things that, you know. And so Mudita, you focus on that which is given, received and enjoy it. Whether it's in yourself or in others, doesn't matter. You go beyond those boundaries. Equanimity, go beyond the boundaries of progress and decline, pain and pleasure, gain and loss, success and failure. And normally people want to protect themselves against loss, protect themselves against uh, um, discomfort. Mm. Equanimity, accept it all, that it puts through. So these are the, these are the measureless, and you can see the, uh, there's some quite some considerable uh, boundaries to take down. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but here, the results are the mind is resplendent mm. and its true nature, its energetic, suffusive nature, 
is revealed and this then can be a, an abiding place just like a jhana you can abide in it you can contemplate it you can develop insight into that experience that that abiding so it can act as a foundation for for complete liberation and you see what I mean so the jhana and the metta act as a as a happy comfortable place where the citta is come out of its locked in state and it's in something resplendent enjoyable pleasant and then looks into that state this too is conditioned impermanent and there can be a withdrawal from the outgoing energies of that or into the <laughs> into into the non-abiding <laughs> the nibbana tricky to talk about because you might very well think well what do we do that for why not abide in that metta state for a, a long time yep why not <laughs> yeah. and so it's uh, of course uh, the way that jitters go is in accordance with so you know what, what they understand uh, but it can be the case that one is encouraged to say you don't have to get rid of it just go to the the roots of it so there's a sense of a, an emptiness behind that certainly the Buddha seemed to have dwelt with a mind of metta karuna for a lot of the time he never lapsed into ill will anyway one might also say he also stood behind that or before that mm. my non-abiding um, so how do we one of the suttas mentions this process uh, which we'll review the metta, the cultivation of metta this is 56 sutta, Sangyuta Nikaya 46 uh, look at it later just to give you a touch the, the quality of metta and its supreme uh, development leads to what's called the sphere of the beautiful of the beautiful and saying there's nothing as beautiful as this it's resplendent Mm. this sphere the cultivation of karuna compassion leads the sphere of infinite space there are no edges there's nothing one's defending one nothing one's resisting the mind doesn't resist anything therefore it's in boundless space cultivation of mudita it's called the sphere of non-finite boundless consciousness it doesn't take a self another position it resides in the beautiful qualities it appreciates them not mine or yours the sphere of no thing equanimity nothing is crystallized as a final position so things from flow from good to bad to bad to good to happy to unhappy and the mind doesn't grasp it no emotional grasping of that equanimity 
But these just give you a touch of what's being suggested. How do we cultivate the sphere, the cultivation of metta? Um, and when the suttas, it doesn't really give a lot of too much detail. I guess the Buddha felt it was fairly natural. <laughs> and mostly the removing of ill will. Mm. Yeah. The removing of ill will, which is a cramping sourness, a lack of generosity. So whether this experience, if you're relating to your own body-mind, the lack of generosity, the crampedness, uh, mm. Mm. critical feeling of failure never coming good enough not going to make it these these voices these emotional tones you, know, you, you eliminate them you because you, know, you see them for what they are you know, and you feel the energy of them the deadening hardening drives you down drive your heart down mm. And you touch into where you experience being given to. Being given to. And so one of the signs of goodwill is the giving sign. When you give to another without seeking reward, you feel happy. Because in some way your chit has been able to express its boundlessness. The ability to, to give is uh, uh, it's a treasure. Because then our jitta has a chance, an opportunity to express its boundlessness. And it feels good like that. So, uh, whether you're, what, <laughs> you're not making a value judgment on the other person. So naturally it's much easier to, to experience that towards people one has respect or care for. The development is it, you do it to all beings. And probably most important to yourself yeah. so this is really giving to the chitta chitta gives to chitta so it's not like you know I really like your um, what you say or I like what you do or I like what you look like and, you know great but it's actually just touching into the heart in another Everyone has jitta, confused jitta, damaged jitta, adult jitta, distracted jitta, aspiring jitta, you know, it's there. And so you, you, it's that. Beneath that personality clothing, there is a beautiful jitta. And this, that jitta has to deal with that personal clothing that it's wearing. Well, I'll just give, give straight to that jitter to encourage it to come forth. Forget about you know, the personal stuff. It's straight to the jitter to encourage it to come forth. Because we know what it feels like when someone sees beyond my limitations, my personal limitations. It's just, just for you, just to, just, just to be loving. This is what love really means, doesn't it? It's not attraction, it's not romance, it's that you know, touching the heart and empathy. Mm. 
because this jitta knows that jitta. This jitta knows its nature, it knows that nature is there in the other. And your first gesture to access that is the quality of giving, opening. It can be a gesture, a word, courtesy, yeah, a sense of appreciation. And, uh, and then towards this one, towards yourself, bring up the recollection of being given to. What does it feel like? Not just some conventional Christmas present or whatever, but uh, when you really sense someone has reached out and wished to contact you, not just your person, not for duty, not to get something back, but just to see you, just to see you, just to make contact, the giving. How does it feel? You can bring up incidents when you sense that's happened, or occasions when you've been able to bring that forth to another. So we're touching into the quality, not necessarily the topics or the people, but the quality that was able to be unveiled in that context. The potential is able to be revealed in that relationship, even if it's just for five minutes. Now, you expect it's going to be like that with that person unbroken. No, no, that's, that's quite the way it works. But, you know, it says even if for the duration of a finger snap, one has touched into that, then you, you're not devoid of this deepening process. There's even if for the length it takes to pull a cow's udder, very graphic image, the Buddha said, even if just you manage to practice metta just for long enough to pull a cow's udder, says then you have, uh, you know, that you are worthy of alms food. It's just an image, but the sense is just to touch into that that medium and realize that that's a potential, and it's uh, you know we we drop the demands, we drop the qualifications, we drop the idea of who deserves it, or making people change into something else, you know, or making ourselves change into something else, or measuring ourselves or measuring others. You drop all that that mental activity and just the possibility of a heart to heart. Mm. You know, so if this can happen in three-dimensional realities, times that it happens, this is wonderful uh, experiences. Uh, and then in meditation there's a possibility to really touch into that quality, you know, open, luminous, pervasive quality. Remember those occasions at any time where something's happened like that.
remember those occasions when you know you can see the possibilities of compassion you know, and you bring that up and let the chitta receive that dwell in it linger in it like we do with any other meditation process take it in linger with it repeat it take it in linger with it until the mind discards its coverings its discriminations its sorrows and opens because that's what it that's what it wants to do most of our lives are made sad by the inability to be loving we're frightened of it we don't know how to express it we don't think anybody's interested we don't think we've got anything to give the constipated heart (laughs) can't I'll give you some time to practice, but uh, you know the issue of compassion is the ability to meet that which is sorrowful, painful, and instead of closing down against it, to share it. So tell me more. Bring it in. Bring it in. Let the heart open that way. Powerful, trans, world-transcending cultivation. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Now, our personal instinct is to keep it out, make it go away, fix it, solve it, put some medicine on it. And uh, certainly, on one level, that's that's yeah, good. But on another level, you realise there's no fixing. There's no fixing of the human condition. It's 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 broken. <laughs> you know, some people live longer than others, but it's essentially once you're in this, you're in a you're in death row. Uh, oh, everything's going wrong. Uh, so how do we meet that? Mm. The fallible, the vulnerable, the breakable. Mm. The beautiful thing and the mysterious thing is when the chitta touches that properly, it opens with compassion. So let's take some time to practice in silence.